Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now... Welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Michelle Clark. And Rochelle is the founder of Succession Strength, Inc., a company that helps business owners protect their operations and transition them smoothly from owner to heir. She's also the author of Five Critical Succession Conversations, a comprehensive guide for the family business. We're going to talk to Rochelle about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 
385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the Franchipreneurs one one I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Rochelle Clark, and Rochelle is the founder of Succession Strength, Inc., a company that helps business owners protect their operations and transition them smoothly from owner to heir. Hi, Rochelle. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hi, Marty. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. It's great to be oh, here. Oh, thank you, Rochelle. I'm happy you're here as well today. We would like to ask our guest, where are you calling from this morning, Rochelle? I am calling from Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Oh, fantastic. Wow. How's the weather there today, Rochelle? <laughs> well, it's nice, sunny, but cold. So it I, is. I'm happy that it's sunny because it's typically rainy. And I usually right, split right. my time between Europe and the U.S., but of course, because of the situation that we're in at the moment, right. I am on location in Amsterdam. Well, that's fantastic. I, and, uh, you know, I know you're from the United States. It's, it's a little cold here on the East Coast today, Rochelle, so you're not missing much. It's, it's cold and windy, so uh, uh, you're not missing uh, okay. that much. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> it is, absolutely. You know, so as we were saying earlier, Rochelle, we, we did a little introduction. You're from uh, Succession Strength, Inc., and maybe I thought, you know, you could tell us a little bit about what you do. Absolutely. So, I, you know, our tagline is that we keep good businesses in business for generations. Mm. And we typically do that um, in two ways. One is through business continuity planning, and mm. then we also do it by focusing on succession and exit planning for, for mm. these businesses. So it's protecting what the business has and then helping right. them to pass it on to the next generation. I, I think it's a wonderful service, Rochelle. You know, I, I found that I, I made a big mistake many, many years ago. I got involved in a business in 1999, and I really didn't have a, a succession plan or, or an exit strategy. And unfortunately, you know, when it came time to leave the business, it had to go to court, of course, and, and it got really messy. And, and, and so I, I see so many benefits of, of your service. Do you find that, you know, from all your experience that, you know, many Businesses, when they first start out, Rochelle, I mean, they, they don't think about these things initially? They don't. Sadly, mm-hmm. they don't. And, you know, yeah. Marty, this is where a lot of the value of the business is eroded. You've worked mm-hmm. so hard to build up a business, which is a feat in and of itself. Right. But when there's not a plan in place to really harvest this value in, 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 in a safe way, then is when um, you can lose a lot of it through the courts, typically. Right, of course, absolutely. So, so maybe you could tell our listeners, Michelle, why is business continuity planning relevant for franchisees, which is pretty much our, the majority of our listeners, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs, Rochelle. You know, they kind of want it, they know that they want to get into a franchise, you know, so, so this is pretty much our target audience. Yes, absolutely. So, Marty, here's the thing. When it comes to a business, right, and, mm-hmm. and a franchise, business Continuity plans are typically put in place to help protect that business from short-term unplanned events. Right. Right? So you can think of it like a will for the business, right? Or it's the blueprint for the business's operations that someone else within the business can run with 
in the event that something were to happen to that um, key member of, of the organization, whether it's the owner themselves or another key employee? It, it's interesting, Rochelle. It, it's, um, you know, the theme of our show, of course, as you can imagine, last year, you know, was, was COVID, you know. I mean, it seemed like that oh, was yeah. the, the main topic, you know. And, of course, you know, so many businesses had to, of course, pivot, you know. Some of them, of course, you know, didn't make it. But, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, COVID has changed the, the, the mindset of, of probably all types of businesses to some extent, hasn't it? <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes, it has. You know, and even before COVID, I, yeah. it was such a task. For me, the business continuity arm of, of my operations used to be, as, as they would say, you know, the, the redheaded stepchild. No offense mm-hmm. to, you know, to, to, you know, redheads, but this right. was almost the ignored portion of the business just because folks didn't get it. Right. Right? But right. as a Absolutely. result of the pandemic, now there's so much more focus and people are aware of the fact that, yep. A, there is a way for them to protect their operations in the right. event that something were to happen. And now right. they're, 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 they're that, with that greater awareness, there is more interest for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Maybe you could talk a little bit about the history of, of, of continuity strength, Rochelle. Absolutely. So Continuity Strength is our online business continuity planning platform. Mm -hmm. And it was essentially born out of the business continuity advisory services that we were doing, advising that we were doing. What we did, Marty, we recognized that there was a barrier for smaller businesses who either had no idea about business continuity planning Mm -hmm. or they just didn't have the resources to hire an outside advisor to put one in place for the for the business because right. you know for a smaller business to have an a, an advisor come in from the outside it can be a little bit right. intrusive and right so but what we found is that these smaller businesses tended to be disproportionately affected by the negative effects of a disruptive event as we mm-hmm. see with covid right. these are the ones that are more likely to close right, right. so this is right. why we said you know what Let's make this a little bit more accessible, particularly right. to small and medium-sized businesses. And we did this by developing this online continuity strength platform for businesses to create their own plans online and have that peace of mind that they can respond confidently and recover right. quickly from unplanned events. And it works with um, businesses all over the world. So we kind of mentioned the, the, the pandemic, Rochelle, but you know, what, what would be some like other disruptions that maybe franchisees uh, need to be aware of? Yeah, so Marty, the, the statistics say that one in every two businesses will suffer from one of the five Ds during its mm-hmm. life cycle. And the five Ds, each, of the, each D is a major disruption. Right. The five Ds are unexpected death, mm-hmm. disability, divorce, distress, or disagreement. So the pandemic that we're going through at the moment can be considered the distressing situation, so that's distress. Um, Many businesses, as as you know, probably have folded because of, I don't know for your business, how things ended up, um, how you ended up coming to the point of exit, but disagreements tend to be one of a, tends to be a major disruption as well. Right. So when we're not talking pandemics, those are the five Ds that we typically um, ensure that businesses are prepared to handle using business continuity planning. Do you think it's, it's 
people are afraid to talk about it, Rochelle, in the beginning. Is, is that what it is? Um, you know, I mean, you know, we don't like to talk about this. Like you, you compared it to like a will, which is, is, is a great analogy. You know, we don't like to talk about, you know, what if somebody dies or, you know, what if there is, uh, you know, a divorce? Because, you know, a lot of our listeners as well, they're, they're a lot of like husband and wife uh, yeah. teams. You know what I mean? They get into the business mm-hmm. together. And then you're right. You, you don't think about that. And then you say, say okay, well, the divorce rate is, is so high. I guess it's still around 40, 50 percent, you know. That, that these things can happen. And, and I've, I've heard all of these stories. I, I, um, I, I came to know a woman many years ago where her husband owned uh, uh, several different cleaners. And when he passed, it, it, there, there, was, there was no plan, you know, and she had to take right. over. And uh, it, wow. it, was, it was horrible for her, you know. I mean, it was just it was terrible. And the same thing, I, I also know uh, a franchisee who also owned a Blimpy husband and wife franchise team, they ended up getting divorced about three, four years into it. And it was just such a mess. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think it, it's just, it's, it's so wonderful that, that you, um, you, you kind of bring this, this being a proactive approach, you know, to, yeah. as opposed to reactive, you know, and say, okay, now what do we do? You know, it, it is, it, it, it's, 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 it's so important. I, I imagine you probably have, hundreds of stories too, Rochelle, you know, that, that you've experienced over the years. Maybe you can talk like, like some interesting examples of, you know, businesses that have put, you know, these things in place. Absolutely. So, I mean, just like you're saying, Marty, my, my history with this is actually from my own family's business. When mm-hmm. the owner passed away, daughter wasn't ready to take over, but oh, she, was, she was being prepared. She wasn't ready to take over. So there we were frantically planning not only a funeral, but also trying to figure out, wait, how does this business work? Right. How do we pay the employees? Who has access to all of this? Right. So, yes, you know, my business continuity advisory services comes from the fact that, hey, I've lived through a disruption like this, and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Right. But, um, some of the some of the companies that have come, and this is actually surprising. I got a call from um, a young lady. She was actually in her early twenties, let's say twenty four, mm-hmm. and wow. she came to me and she said, "You know, Rochelle, I need some help." I said, "Okay, how 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 can I be of assistance?" Right. And she said, "You know what? I unexpectedly got sick and I had to be in hospital for two two weeks, and I recognized that this business can't run without me. Right. Nothing wow. was possible." Wow. So that is when I, you know, we took a step back, but it comes down to that awareness, right? You don't know what you right. don't know. So of fortunately, course. she knew that this was along the lines of what I did. So she was asking for advice, and I was able to say, yeah, okay, what you need is called a business continuity plan. Yeah. I have had um, other situations where there was this young father who owned a, a, a factory, a small factory manufacturing mm-hmm. um, some food, food. I can't remember what food item it was. But right. he called and said, you know, I have a five-year-old and I have a newborn baby. My wife is in accounting, but she's taking a little break at the moment. I right. need to know that if anything were to happen to me, that there's a plan in place so that she can still keep this business going, right, right. or someone else in my business. And that's where we said, wow. okay, what you need is a business continuity plan. Let's put one in place. And then, of course, there's – and I think this is going to be more more um, popular these days where I got yeah. a call from someone saying, my wife's dad, my father-in-law, it's a family-owned business. The father-in-law is in charge. He doesn't want to retire. He doesn't want right. to let go. But we are scared that anything can happen to him and we would have right. no idea what to do right. with the business. So, yeah. So it really runs the, um, the spectrum. 
It's interesting, Michelle, because I, I was reading, you know, all about your background. You know, I mean, your website has, you know, so much information on it. And, and you know, you're, you're, you're also an expert on, on family business, which is, is complicated yeah. in itself, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it was funny because I was reading like one paragraph and, and it, it, it's interesting how, uh, you know, when you have several children, it, it always seems like the, the mindset for some reason is, okay, you pass it on to the oldest child, right? You know, if they're involved in the business. And, but that, that, that's not always the best approach, is it? Nope. No, yeah. definitely not. It's usually the one that's most qualified. And um, right. and this is what we work with families in business to really understand, you know, if if your intention really is to keep this business in business, um, right. then you have to find the most – and sometimes that could not even be in the family, Marty. There is a that's difference true. between right. someone who owns the business and someone who runs it. Right. 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 So That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I studied family business many years ago at uh, the school called Fairleigh yeah. Dickinson University in New Jersey, Rochelle, you know, and, and I was just so fascinated with the topic because I never realized how complicated family business can be, yeah. you know, uh, especially when yeah. you're dealing with multiple children in the business, you know. So when I was reading, you know, all your different articles and things like that, I said, wow, I said, this is, this is really great content. So you, you kind of mentioned some of them, Rochelle, but, you know, what are some of the characteristics of businesses that use the online content? continuity strength platform to uh, create their own business continuity plans instead of going to an advisor? Yeah, so these tend to, Marty, to be the uncomplicated businesses. You mm-hmm. know, if, if it's right. um, a relatively uncomplicated business, it can be small or medium-sized, but maybe you do one thing and you do that one thing really well. You know, you have your right. restaurant and you're running it, right? right? You're making widgets and you're selling them. That's fine. right. Now, the online, and and this is the majority of businesses, and this is also one of the barriers that we saw. These smaller businesses are not going to really um, dedicate the resources to bringing in an external consultant for this. Now, if you are a conglomerate with multiple lines of business, Mm-hmm. Then it's when we say your, the complexity of your business is much more than an online tool can handle. Right. So perhaps right. it may be worthwhile bringing someone in to really ensure that everything is covered. But the right. online plan is absolutely sufficient and very, very thorough for small and medium-sized businesses that are uncomplicated. That's fantastic. And what, what types of things are included uh, in a continuity strength plan, Rochelle? Yeah, that's a good question. So it's essentially a one-stop shop. So it's a one-stop blueprint for keeping the Mm -hmm. business in operation. Everything in one document. So it's who to call in the event of an interruption, where to find the key documents, how to keep paying bills and how to keep getting paid, uh, as well as what are the key what are the key tasks that go into running this business and what are some potential workarounds. Yeah. So it's all of that information in one document that you can hand off to someone, you know, if it's a husband handing it off to a spouse right. or, or, you know, husband or wife handing it off to a spouse or other key member of the staff just so that they have that peace of mind that, okay, if anything were to happen, the business can still keep going so that we can still, you know, have this money coming in and we can still maintain our lifestyles while we figure out right. whatever the disruption is. It was interesting when I was reading, you know, some of your, your content that you have on, on the website, Rochelle, you know, it, it's interesting, you know, I think a lot of times we don't even think about how many people a business affects, right? Like when we think of stakeholders, oh right? Like we, of course, the customers, right? Um, you know, the suppliers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really, one single business can, can affect hundreds of hundreds of people, couldn't it? Yes. I mean, you have your suppliers whom you pay, everyone, you know, who right. relies on the income of your business. One thing that we say is, you know, if your business is just a lifestyle thing for a hobby and you're the only one who relies on the income, 
You don't right. need a continuity partner. Right, right. You don't. Agreed. You really don't. Yeah. Yeah. But the moment you have one other person relying on this income, it can be your family, it can be your employees, whomever, just put a plan in place for that peace of mind. Sure, absolutely. So, you know, from all your, your years of experience, Rochelle, I mean, because you, you, you've worked with, you know, so many entrepreneurs over the course of time, what advice would you give to our listeners um, or, you know, that, that people who are interested in one day uh, – purchasing a franchise from everything you've learned up to this point? Yeah, I mean, what I would say is, listen, unexpected events or disruptions, they are Mm -hmm. unexpected. So as much as you can say, you know, when that happens, I will, no, you don't know how you'll react because really the emotions are probably going all of, you know, through the roof and everyone's losing their minds around you and you're probably losing money in this business. The, The thing is that disruptions take resources away from growing your business. Right. Handling disruptions right. takes that take the resource to, would, would take takes resources away from growing the business. So if right. you at all, if you have any growth aspirations for your business at all, just ensure that you have a plan in place to help mm-hmm. you respond confidently and recover quickly from disruptions. Now right. you're not going to be able to avoid them completely. I mean, because that's the nature of an unplanned event or disruption. Right. You can't avoid it, but you can certainly minimize the negative effects, and that's what we're going for, so that you're not losing as much in terms of handling this disruption, and more can then go into growing the business. I've always felt too, Rochelle, that I mean, it's it's better to talk about these things in the beginning, when especially particularly like when you're in a calm state, right? I mean, as opposed to, oh, yeah. you know, I, I always think, you know, for myself, I'll speak personally for myself, is, is, is if, it, if it's a stressful situation, I'll always make the wrong decision, you know. But if I'm in a calm state and I'm thinking about everything and I have time to reflect on it, you know, that's the time to do it, you know. But when you're in that reactive state, a lot of people will make very poor decisions, won't they? And you know, Marty, you bring this up, but this is spot on, particularly when yeah. it comes to partnerships. So right. I've seen this in terms of married couples, but also in terms of friends or, or co-founders who have gone into business together. Right. Um, and, and the thing is, you put a plan in place like this just in the event that something were to happen. The right. worst case scenario is for you to be trying to figure out how to run this business if, you, if you're in a disagreement with the other person who <laughs> right. knows so much about the business because then the, right. the, the, the attempt to sabotage the, the, the efforts, yep. that's yeah. when the, that attempt is higher, right? Right, so exactly. So put a plan in place so that anything can happen, whatever happens, you can deal with it. The time to do it is not usually in the middle of a disagreement because then right. you don't have the good yeah. faith of all parties at the table. Yeah, exactly. that's well said. That's, that's, that's very powerful. So, so what are um, the plans, Rochelle, for the future of, of uh, succession strength and continuity strength platform? I mean, where do you see yourself in the organization maybe three years, five years down the road? Yeah, you know, Marty, that's, that's a really good question. Look, we, mm-hmm. we're going to continue to work to keep good businesses in business. That's been our passion from day one, and we continue yeah. to do it. You know, we're happy that small and medium businesses are using the online continuity strength platform to protect their operations. Um, And we're seeing more and more of that now, given what um, folks have been living through, have lived through. But our focus is also, our focus is also on the next wave of disruptions. And we saw an inkling of this before the pandemic hit. And the next wave of disruption that we were planning for would, um, will come with the retirement 
or the retiring of baby boomer owners or leaders in businesses. That makes sense. Right? So so we do have programs in place to help these businesses um, transition smoothly from one generation to the next. So we'll continue those efforts. Um, But listen, it it really is growing a business, as you know, is a feat in and of itself. So the question right. is, how do we protect what we have um, right. to ensure that we can harvest that value when we are ready? That's terrific. This might be, you know, I've, I've, this is our 14th year of doing this show, Rochelle, and, and you know, like you said, it's wow. almost like 750 podcasts. You know, this might be one of the most yeah. important shows we've ever done. You know, I mean, it, it's interesting <laughs> that I've never, in all these years, spoken about this topic on the show, you know, and that's why I was so happy you wow. know, to, to interview you today and have you on the show, you know. So what's, yes. what's the best way, Rochelle, for our listeners to um, get more information on, on all your different services and even, even the book, if you want to plug the book too, by the way, I, I'm going to pick up the book, by the way. Um, but, you know, you can plug Absolutely. all those things if you like. Absolutely. So all, all of the information on my company, Succession Strength, can be found on our website, www.successionstrength.com. And the mm-hmm. online platform for creating your own business continuity plan is continuitystrength.com. Um, so they can visit either of those and find all of the information. We have all of the products that are on successionstrength.com. So, yeah, we're easy to be found. That's terrific. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Rochelle, and I'd love to invite you back in, in the future, you know, as you continue to grow. Because as I mentioned, this, this is a, such an important service. So it's great to talk to you today, Rochelle. Likewise, Marty. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Rochelle. This has been my pleasure. And we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes and Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews now over eight years and over 400 shows and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today you're going to get to hear from Chris Simic who is the founder of FranchiseTeacher.com and Chris has over 30 years of business and franchise experience as an independent business owner, a franchisee, and a franchisor. And Chris said something very profound that we haven't heard on our show in over eight years. He mentioned that you have to almost work harder to fail at franchising than to succeed in franchising. And he explains why. Most people, about 90% I think I've seen, buy a business other than they first looked at. Wow, that's amazing. So that's we interesting, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's a big number too, isn't it, Chris? You know, that you know, most people, they go in with these certain expectations and they come out with, with, with something different, you know? And, and I find that fascinating. 
I absolutely, it, it never ceases to astound me, but I think that speaks to the to the, uh, the value of franchising as a as a business model and a business method because right. people don't have to uh, be in something just because they know it. And quite candidly, sometimes getting involved in a business that you would rather do that you were not involved in allows you the, the luxury of taking uh, a new career path and to develop something you never would have had the opportunity to had it not been you know systematized and prioritized for you. You know, in franchising it's said that you have to really almost work harder to fail than to succeed because if you have a good franchise system, right. if you follow directions, you have to almost purposely not follow them to not do well. That's true. That's fantastic. We have this, this great quote in franchising. I, I think we're going to put that one in there, Chris. I, I think that's very original, and it's, it's very true. What advice would you give to our listeners? You know, we find that most of them, they're just beginning their search to buy a franchise, Chris, and we find that, you know, most of them just simply, they, they don't even know where to begin, like you were saying. What advice would you give to them? I, I do, um, when I speak to people looking at franchises, I, I give them three different pieces of advice. One, make sure you're looking for business for the right reason. Now, a lot of people have things happen in their life. They lose a job or something happens, and they react and, and maybe say, well, okay, maybe I'll go buy a business. That may not be the, the reason to do it versus having the luxury of selectivity that here's my opportunity that was yeah. created by some adversity. Second thing is that they have to make sure that they are – able to be franchisees, uh, that not everybody is designed to be able to, to follow the systems, procedures, and, 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 the, and the processes it takes to be a successful franchise owner. And then I tell them quite candidly is pick a couple of the industries and the price ranges uh, that, that may have interest to you and then kind of pin down from there, either using the resources of a, uh, a consultant or a, bro- or a broker or, or a team member or, or on their own, either way. But I think that if they, if they take their time, follow the steps, and do it for the right reasons, uh, they'll be on a much smoother pathway uh, to, to success in, in, in owning their own business. That's well said. What's what's in the future then for franchise teacher, Chris? I mean, where do you see the company three to five years down the road? Well, Marty, we've been uh, extremely fortunate and blessed that the the business has 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 been around you know through Century Franchise Group for many years, and our new franchise teacher dot uh, com has, has taken off. We're representing right now uh, you know seven uh, plus brands. I think in five years our, our focus will really be even more fine-tuned. As the, as the consumer or the prospective uh, business owner is looking for more and more specific information, breaking down to teach, coach, consult, and advise, I think will be, um, will be a way for us to assist people in what they need. You know, People, again, don't know what they don't know, but right. I think information overload, uh, sometimes discourages people too early. They say, I, this is too much for me to process. Mm. But we can break it That's down true. into bite-sized pieces. I think more and more people, especially the younger generation, who are looking for the advice and the information they want when they want it, I think is you know going to do nothing more than uh, continue. Then our next business venture, which launches at the end of this year, uh, will, is looking to capture all the different franchise brands around the world and put them into one place. So it's, it's, we're, we're, we're looking forward to uh, a future. And franchising is going nowhere but growing, you know, as you right on a long time, too, the number of franchise opportunities. And the world's getting to be a smaller place. I think you're going to find a yeah. lot of opportunities coming in and going out of, of different marketplaces in different countries uh, accessible to more people. 
That's fantastic. What's the best way, Chris, for our listeners to get <clears throat> more information on FranchiseTeacher.com? Obviously, FranchiseTeacher.com, but any numbers you'd like them to call or email addresses? Well, actually, I, I, we appreciate uh, you know, www.FranchiseTeacher.com. And okay. my, my business partner, Dave, and I offer them the free one-hour consultation. Fill out the form oh, and take great. advantage of it. That's fantastic. I want to thank you again, Chris, for I, you know finally coming on the show. You know, it, it, I've been following your career for a long time now. You know, and I have just been very impressed with with, with everything that you've done. You know, so when I, when I saw this, I, I mentioned to you we don't typically um, call people to come on the show. You know, but but I had to have you specifically on the show. So it was an honor and a privilege to have you on the show today, Marty Ditto. And again, congratulations on your um, uh, PhD, Doctor. I have read your thesis and I would recommend it reading if people can get oh, through that's the information. I really appreciate that you read it too because that, that, that's an honor coming from you so that's fantastic. Well I want to thank you again Chris thank and we'll you. be right back with more Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia you're listening to Franchise Interviews Franchise Interviews Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.